0: CJ Peterson, and welcome to The Journey is Real, where we talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their heart. Today, my guest is Catherine Salamanca regarding Pink Cloud 9 equals recovery. Thank you for joining us today, Catherine.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be
0: here. Can you explain to people what that means? Because not everybody understands what Pink Cloud 9 means.
1: Yes. So Pink Cloud 9 is a recovery term that we use That means that we are high on a cloud that is pink, but we're naturally high. It's not, no substances needed.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about your background and your journey and what that's looked like for you?
1: Yeah, of course. I uh, was diagnosed bipolar in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I am dual diagnosis because I'm also an addict. I've been in recovery for mental health and for substance abuse for three years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, thank you. I'm also a state certified recovery coach.
0: So that's kind of cool. Oh, awesome. So you, you can share people, you can share with people your journey because you've walked it. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a little bit more cred. Street cred. Yeah. There you go. Can you explain what, what the journey has looked like from the beginning? You know, what got you into the mess? What got you out of the mess? Yeah. We talk a lot
1: about what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. So, um, what it looked like was grim. I mean, I got arrested. Um, you know, the judge said, do you want to try a 12 step program or do you want to do 10 years of prison? Well,
0: back up a little bit more. What got you to that point? Like, what to started, that point? What started um, it all?
1: Drinking at 17 years old, partying, a rock and roll lifestyle.
0: Um, it kind of slowly morphed and snowballed into...
1: Yeah, uh, I had a rough childhood. You know, uh, I drank to cover up all of that stuff. Um... I placed a son up for adoption in 2012 and that kind of melted into like hate for humanity for a while. Cause you know, I had to cope with that. Um, I've had a three month miscarriage and that one really elevated my, uh, this what that one was in um, 2015. So it really elevated my drinking. And then as at some point I just drank too much that it made me, With the bipolar and not being on medication, it just made me, like, explode.
0: So you were just kind of trying to numb everything because there was just too much to deal with it. Yeah, I didn't want to feel my feelings. Mm -hmm. So how did you, I know you said you went in front of the judge and basically he gave you an option of either rehab or jail. Is that what happened or?
1: Yeah, 12-step program, outpatient, or uh, 10 years of prison time, and I was like, well, I guess I'll try a 12-step program, and so I've been doing a 12-step program for like three years now, but now I'm... I'm getting a little bit bored with the the 12-step program. Um, same people, same faces. I've had altercations with these people. I've been banned from some of their Zoom meetings. It's ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. I went, you know, and they, yeah, yeah. It's like this quarantine has got me all kinds of, They're oh, like, banning you from the Zoom meeting. <laughs> I, ha, they voted on it on their committee, steering committee, board, whatever. I don't know how i just i can't go on or they're going to call the authorities on me or something i don't know they sent me a letter whatever i don't care so but here's the thing the thing about it is that because that happened recently a couple days ago i am now moving on to other forms of recovery which i have found smart recovery i have found refugee recovery i have found dbsa which is a depression and bipolar. Association Alliance. I found NAMI, N-A-M-I. I have found SAMHSA, S-A-H-S-A-M or something like that.
0: Anyway, these are all like, <laughs> like alternatives to help you in place of the 12-step program where they kicked you. I can't, yeah, that was only... Oh, sorry, that just blows my mind. I know, it's crazy,
1: but it is what it is. It, like I said, I'd always turn what terrible things might, might seem like terrible things you know, turn them into something positive. It's what Which I do. Awesome.
0: That's a definitely good out, a good outlook. Because I said before, and I'll say it again, 95% of what happens to you is how you react to it. Yes, things are going to happen. But what are you going to do with it? Are you going to use it as a crutch? Or are you going to use it to make and lift yourself up better? Exactly. Yeah. And, and turn around and help other people in the process. Who exactly. uh, are I mean, going through it or have gone through it, who, you know, like you had said, they, they know you've been through it. So they know, you know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, and so I love, um, so let's go back to the name of uh, pink, pink cloud nine. When I was coming up with a name for my entertainment recovery, entertainment artistry, I was like, I kind of wanted to do like rainbow heart eight or something, something. Cause I love rainbows and I love hearts and you know. But then I was like, but what is my root? What is my reason? And my reason is recovery. My root is recovery. Whatever that recovery looks like, that's got to always. Cause if I lose my recovery, I'm gonna lose everything I've worked for these last three years. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you've struggled, fought, made your way through the 12 steps right now you're searching for different avenues but what is your journey look like now three years later after standing in front of the judge what does what do you look like now you have (laughs) Mm -hmm. my life is amazing i have an amazing life
1: i have a perfect life um it doesn't mean that i'm perfect it just means that my perspective of my life is perfect everything is I have everything. I have all the food, all the clothes, all the amenities. I have all the toys that I want, except for a motorcycle and a boat. I'm working on that. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I have like darts and a bow and arrow and a pool table. It's just, it's, just, it's just so much. I have three cars, you know, and this is coming from three years ago when I was in jail, you know, mm-hmm. which I had nothing, I had lost everything. So again, What did that look like? What made but, but let me just say this really quickly. Even though on the outside, everything is great. What's more important is on the inside. I'm happy, joyous, and free. Like, yeah. I have my aggressive moments. I've skipped some of my medication in the last quarantine. Sure. I've become a little bit more,
0: but um, I'm still... Everybody has lately because of the quarantine. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm still ultimately happy, joyous,
0: and free. And I have choice today. Mm-hmm. So what did the internal struggles what did the battles look like to get you from the court house to now because that's three years but that's three years of work what did that work look like
1: yeah and so um again uh well i take medication for the last three years I've, i take four medications Uh, that are prescribed by a psychiatrist. I've seen the same psychiatrist for three years. So I go and I see the psychiatrist about uh, every six weeks, and then I get a consultation and a refill. And then um, I see a counselor about once a month. And then um, the 12-step program (laughs) is pretty intense as much as you want it to be so if you want to really work it you can like the 12 steps and the sponsorship and the service work that goes along with that program and then um the thing about smart recovery though it's a little bit more designed it's a little bit more educational and a little bit more interactive there's actually um a lot of differences but it's more for like peer specialists and recovery coaches so i fit well very good very well into it
0: what does that mean what does that look like for those who aren't familiar with it
1: yeah uh the peer specialist recovery coach uh program recovery program Mm -hmm. well um they have these sayings like um um halt well that one come from the comes from the 12-step program which is don't ever get too hungry angry lonely or tired okay okay Here's another one um, called uh, DEADS that was from Smart Recovery and the ABCs, um, like acceptance. Um, it, there's just so many. I'm new to it, so I don't know the, the terminology quite yet, but I'm learning so much. I've only gone to like four meetings, so I'm super new. And, uh, but it's more, there's worksheets and then there's homework.
0: Which is good because that's saying, so it's wise.
1: educational. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So you mentioned that you're now a coach as well. Is that what you said?
1: A recovery coach, state certified. Mm-hmm.
0: What does that look like?
1: Since 2018. So uh, I went through the training. It was pretty intense. It was like four or five days, nine hour days. Mm-hmm. I think It was like five days for nine hours. Right. this was yeah this was in 2018 it was really intensive we had a really big uh you know uh curriculum and so we got the certification and then i worked in a treatment center after that with uh, people that were in their first 90 days of you know recovery and um i was doing really good with the women But then they asked me to work with the men because they were short-staffed and uh, that didn't work so well. And I actually freaked out because there were like 20 men and like two women. And I was like, this isn't like where I want to be right now. So I (laughs) I just didn't. So if I ever work in a treatment center again, it's going to be women only. Gotcha. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of more the opposite. I like working with guys better than girls because um, girls, we can hide our feelings a little bit better. Guys, Mm -hmm. just there it is whether it's aggression, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, whether it's frustration, it's just boom, there it is. And we deal with it.
1: Right. I think, I think I like working with the women better than the men because I can beat up women, but I can't beat up men. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I have to like, you know, uh, protect myself, I got you, girl, (laughs) but I ain't gotta, you know, men are stronger, you know, physically. So I'm a little bit more scared of them physically. It not emotionally. I understand where you're kind of from the emotional part, you know? Well, I,
0: yeah, I'm almost six foot, so I tend to intimidate them. I'm
1: five feet. I'm really small. Yeah. I'm really short. I'm really tiny.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we're kind of, we're opposites. Yeah. Yeah. We would be like, you know, but that's okay. Cool. (laughs) Anyway. So what are you doing to keep yourself, like you said, halt out of trouble?
1: Yeah, out of trouble. Um, again, I started taking my medication every day again because I had skipped a few days, and every time I skip a few days, I just get a little out of whack. But I was just like, ugh, you know, um, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. You know that that lie that 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 I tell myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. But then my actions show that I'm not okay because I'm a little bit more mean, a little bit more aggressive, a little more unkind um, than when I'm on medication, you know. So, but what what I've been doing is I've been making candles. I have a lot of hobbies. I like makeup a lot. I actually made a list, so I'll go through it really quickly. So, this is how I stay out of trouble. Um, I actually... um, finished a book and i amazon kindle published it mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was kind of called, it's called a uh, robot alien girl and it's um it's only 17 pages long i think it's like tiny i it, sh- it wasn't even worth a publish but it, it got published okay because i'm in quarantine and i got nothing better to do there you go <laughs> so anyway i can't find the list so candle making um Podcasting, uh, yeah, darts.
0: I'm sorry, podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Podcasting. Um, Tell people what your <laughs> podcast is about because we mentioned its title is Pink Cloud Nine, but what is it about? Yeah,
1: so the the podcast um it's about everything and anything. It doesn't have a specific genre, but again, it ties back into recovery. Like this is the story of a girl in recovery, and every conversation that I have that is like with an exciting person, a fun person, I record and I podcast it and I've had a film producer. I've had artists. I've interviewed um, musicians. I've interviewed um, mental health recipients, of, uh, you know, addicts. Of mm-hmm. course, I know so many. Um, and um, there's 40 episodes on there or more. So whew, sometimes I talk about acceptance. Sometimes I talk about patience. Sometimes I talk about Uh, repetition, which is practice.
0: What did you learn the most about in doing and talking with such a wide variety of people? Um,
1: well, I guess I learned, well, every time I learned so much with each different individual so much, but, um, in general, what I learned is that we're all so different, Mm -hmm. you know, as you also know, um, we're all so different. We all, um, we don't, Most of us do not think exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm reminded always that, you know, opinions are not facts, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, so I, I mean, I learned a lot. It's like, it just depends on what, what, uh,
0: do you learn anything about yourself through these different interviews?
1: I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. I learned to, you know, um, well, I ask them questions uh, about themselves and then I learn new things. And then I think about what hobby I can start doing also because they do a hobby, you know, stuff like that, you know, <laughs> that's also, you know, because hobbies have saved my life, mm-hmm. you know, because once I stopped drinking, I had nothing to do with my days. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that took up a lot of time. All day, every day. I mean, drink, pass out, drink, pass out, drink, pass out. But in the, but in the, in the middle of all that, there's drinking, passing out, waking up, yelling, screaming, (laughs) you know, making a big ruckus, being a big drama queen, you know, ah, I hate my life, ah, you know, um, being mean, rude, and just, you know, so it was a really awful time in my life back then. So what do you see your future looking like? so my future uh looks very bright um i'm very passionate about recovery and mental health especially Mm -hmm. mental health um uh, but also addiction because i'm dual diagnosis but i'm very passionate i'm also very persistent like i am and i just i i don't care um, about whether I'm in your face too much, you know, like, if you see me, my face here, there, and everywhere, oh, well, you know, you can always block me, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, <laughs> so, you know, I'm just, like, uh, like, I'm very passionate, and I'm very persistent, and I'm, 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 I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm wedging myself in there, and, uh, you know, I have a movie coming out called, uh, well, it's a, it has a bad word in it, so I don't want to say it, but it's a Bad B. It's called Bad B. And then um, that was coming out in um, October. Were you an actor? Did you
0: direct it? What what is that? I'm interested in this. What is this? Uh, I am the lead actress. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we filmed all of
1: last year and it would have already come out had not been for COVID. It was set to come out like in March, April, but Mm -hmm. because of COVID, it's coming out in October.
0: Nice. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. If Thank somebody you. wants to find you online or connect with you in some way, because something you've said has touched them, how do they find you? So the best thing place to find me is probably Facebook.
1: Cause I'm just like all over Facebook and um, <laughs> my full name is Catherine Salamanca, also known as pink cloud nine, because there's a bunch of Catherine Salamancas
0: mm-hmm. on
1: Facebook. So if you type in Catherine Salamanca, pink cloud nine, my, uh, profile picture should appear. Then I also have an an email pink cloud number nine, which is just, so pink cloud nine productions at gmail.com. And then, um, but then again, I'm I'm, uh, in, I have pink cloud nine, tick tock, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. So really like you, I'm very easy to find. It's
0: kind of hard to
1: not find you if they're trying to find you. Yeah, <clears throat> which is a good thing yeah that's what we're here for we're here to be the face of mm-hmm. recovery whatever it is whatever. Face. I mean, this is what recovery looks like it ain't pretty but here it
0: is okay <laughs> well and it's a long journey it's it's it is a journey it's a journey of not just figuring out what to take away from your life that's toxic but what mm-hmm. to put back into your life to replace those like you said you know. Drinking took up a lot of time. I'm not drinking anymore. What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my time? You know, and you found a myriad of different types of hobbies to take up that time, which is awesome. That's a healthy way of dealing with stuff. And that's another thing. Figuring out healthy ways of dealing with your emotions, dealing with what happens around you, dealing with, you know, everything that has happened. And one of the key things that you had said um, that not a lot of people touch on is yes. The 12-step AA stuff is good, but you added counseling to it. The AA is a band-aid. you got to take that off and dig into there. Get into that core and find out what got you in that place in the first place.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you do that. You've done the work. You're doing the work. You're helping others get through that work. And I applaud you for it because that is huge.
1: Thank you so much. I also want to just say real quickly, um, I believe that I was born bipolar and born an addict. I believe that there is something in my brain uh, that from birth, genetic, my uh, grandfather was an alcoholic, my father was an alcoholic. um, And so I believe that it was passed down to me as far as um, addiction goes. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you're ever questioning, well, why am I bipolar or why am I you know, depressed all the time, or why do I have so much anxiety? Well, it could be that it got passed down to you, or it could be that you learned it somehow. So really, it's about finding resources Mm -hmm. and getting help.
0: Mm -hmm. And could you name some of those resources potentially that can help people? Because you're right, it is. It's a chemical
1: balance. Yeah, we call it a chemical imbalance. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. That's why I need to take four medications which uh one of them is a mood stabilizer and the other one is an antipsychotic (laughs) and the other one is uh uh, for anxiety and the other one is um for adhd Mm -hmm. so um i take this in conjunction you know because if i don't i'm just like really just out of whack like i'll do really manic my bipolar is one So I'm more manic, I'm manic about nine months out of the year and I'm depressed about three months out of the year and they're total opposite. So when I'm depressed, I stay in bed for three months straight. I don't get up. I don't, I rarely shower. I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to brush my hair. I don't care about my eyelashes, nothing. Everything is useless to me, hopeless, horrible, right? That's what depression looks like. But then when I'm manic, nine months out of the year, I'm like doing, going, you know, do, 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 do So that's what bipolar kind of looks like in a nutshell. As far as resources are concerned, I mean, if you live in a big city, more than likely there is a um, I know that they have a crisis hotline, they have a suicide hotline, they have a um, again, the dbsa.org. Nami nami.org these are for mental health and then if you want uh alcohol treatment there's aa.org and then there's um smartrecovery.org so
0: there's a lot of resources and you, you have to take that step and going out and actually doing it you can learn all of it and you could have all of it but until you take that one step forward which people you know that could be scary Mm-hmm. I could look scary for him, you know. What yeah. is this going to look like, sort of thing?
1: Well, we have to think about prevention because what happens is, if I continue to drink or do drugs or go unmedicated, I'm going to end up in prison or dead. Yep, I'm mostly prison, which I'll die in.
0: Neither one looks good because what happens is
1: I'm going to end up doing something so crazy because I'm dual diagnosis, right? So if I continue doing drugs off medication, I'm going to do something so crazy that the law is going to catch up with me and say, "Okay, you need to be put away, girl. Bye." Mm-hmm. So I need to stay sober-minded, clean-headed, <laughs> and um, you know, on medication or trouble is going to be knocking at my door.
0: Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you got to stay on top of it. You got to keep doing it. That-
1: it's a lifetime, um, it's a lifetime journey, you know? It is, and I, I, the one thing I do say a lot in meetings is like, I'm proud to be an addict. I'm proud to be bipolar. Like, I don't sit there and go, oh, oh, oh dual diagnosis, I'm so, oh, No, I'm, I turn around and I'm like, I am, I am re- I'm really, I'm, s- I'm so bipolar and so, such an addict, I'm really cool. Like, I'm awesome. <laughs>
0: I was well, You this. beat it. That's the thing is, you know, you're just, put those muscles out. You beat it. Well, it's an everyday well, it every thing. Every day. It's a daily yeah. thing. It's, it's a daily day. battle. But you do it, and you are a warrior going against that every single day.
1: Mm, thank you. Yep, yep. Look, as long as I don't put any mind-altering chemical in my, in my system, um,
0: everything's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm proud of you, and I am grateful for you coming on and sharing your story. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I do thank you for doing that because not everybody is willing to share that story. Not everybody is willing to share that and let people know that, you know what? You're not alone. This Mm -hmm. this is out there. It is there. Um, So I do thank you for that. Um, And I do thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real. I'm CJ Peterson of cjpetersonwrites.com. This is The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. Until next time.